Today, we might have some of the biggest announcements and news in AI in the last year. This is absolutely crazy. OpenAI just did their dev day and made some absolutely amazing, crazy, huge announcements on ChatGPT, what it's doing, what it's now capable of. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be breaking down all of the new announcements, um, the implications they have for the future, which AI, which startups I think they're going to be killing, um, all of the benchmarks, how many you know weekly active users they're at now. There's so much craziness that has just been unveiled at the OpenAI developer, the Dev Day, their big conference. So on the podcast, we're going to be breaking all of that down. I also want to give a huge shout out to the over 220 of you who have invested in the AI box crowdfunding campaign on Republic. We're over $250,000 in just a week, right? We launched this crowdfunding campaign last Monday. So this is absolutely amazing to me. I really appreciate uh, everyone that's contributed and sees the vision for what we're building with AI box. I'm really excited, especially with a lot of the announcements that OpenAI made today for where the industry is going. And uh, if you're interested in investing in AI box, you can go over to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the description and you can go and invest. I think there still is a little bit of an allocation left if you want to get in at the at the uh, better valuation. Um, so you can go check that out today. So let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The first thing I want to talk about is the fact that GPT-4 Turbo now has a 128,000 character token context window. This means that essentially you can put an entire book into GPT-4 Turbo and get it to respond. This is honestly one of my biggest complaints about uh, ChatGPT before was essentially that sometimes I would want to put a bunch of data in and it wasn't even like that crazy. I'd like want to paste, you know, three articles in there and get it to kind of summarize some of the key components of the three articles. And uh, it wasn't able to do it. It, it said, it, you know, it's too long. I'm sure a lot of people recognize that message. So I would have to go over to Poe.com, which is Quora's kind of access to use a bunch of AI models and I would paste them in and use Anthropics Claude uh, to get that. This is completely done away with. They are now essentially, I'm sure, to compete with Claude. They're opening up the context window so you can use way more, um, you can put way more text in there and get it uh, to be finished. That is incredible. The second thing I want to talk about is the accessibility um, via API with vision capabilities. So vision, for those that don't know, is um, ChatGPT's ability essentially for you to like take pictures of something and and paste it in there and it, to tell you like what's in the photo so the cool thing is that now they're opening up the api to that so previously and i've used this before i've essentially like taken a screenshot of my marketplace software tool that i have and i've uploaded it and been like hey uh this is my marketplace give me some design ideas on how to make this cleaner better uh and like a, a better ui and it was like, hey, well, I can tell you're doing X, Y, and Z. Like it looks at the whole photo and it's like, this is what I'd recommend you doing. Now, 
previous to this, this was only available, like you could do this on ChatGPT, which was cool, but there was no API, meaning no developers could take this and embed it into their own apps. So now that there is an API to this, it's absolutely insane because this, the capabilities of this are now going to go on to every tool, every platform. You're not just going to be on ChatGPT. You're going to be able to go on essentially any software that you use. They're going to be implementing this and you're going to be able to upload images and get it to essentially, it'll, all the software we use is going to be able to tell us what is um, available. So anytime you see that API access has been granted to an OpenAI feature, which inevitably probably all of them will get it, um, it, it has massive implications for software because essentially that means that every, it's going to get, the feature will get rolled out into all the software you use. So the other thing that they announced is that they're going to have, um, the, there's the availability of knowledge retrieval until September 2023 or um, April, sorry, 2023. So essentially like right in the past, it was like sometime in 2021 that like you didn't get any information after that. Now the cutoff seems to be April. They seem to have retrained it based off of, uh, you know, information from April and back of this year. So, I mean, that's cool. I would like it to kind of, I mean, you know, you can, all, I, I can ask for the world, but if I'm asking for the world, I'd like it to um, know everything that's happening today. I think that's what Elon Musk's Grok AI that they announced is going to be better at. It's, you know, obviously plugged into Twitter and it's going live. So it's going to tell you things that are happening today, right now, every minute, every hour. Um, so if you want something more timely, you're probably going to want to use something like Elon Musk's XAI chatbot Grok. Um, the other thing that I think is interesting, although I will note this is not available for everyone yet, is GPT-4 fine-tuning. This is really exciting. Essentially, they're going to allow you to uh, plug this into your own, upload your own data, plug this into your own databases, um, and use your own data to, uh, and your own, yeah, essentially all your own information to have ChatGPT fine-tuned on that and give you specific answers to that. So um, what's interesting about this is they're, they're, they started a new program, which is essentially allowing you to create custom models for um, that are fine-tuned to specific domains. That'll be interesting. The other thing that is uh, cool they announced was two times the token limit for the API. So while they've uploaded or they've upgraded the, uh, when you're just chatting with ChatGPT, they've upgraded that context window to 128 thousand um uh, tokens on the api they've doubled that as well so I, I believe the api was bigger in any case um earlier this year when they unveiled gpt4 they increased that token limit for the api i'm not 100 sure what it is but it's twice as big as it was before meaning uh developers and people creating you know software or companies integrating this can now take in twice as much uh, data in and out which is really impressive the other thing that's quite interesting to me is they announced that there's going to be uh, the new Whisper, which essentially is kind of their voice feature, um, talking to ChatGPT. If you've messed around with it, they've unveiled this recently where essentially you can talk to ChatGPT, have it talk back to you. Um, that's called Whisper. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, Google Assistant or anything else. Um, but that is going to be available as an open source project, which I think is really, really interesting beyond just an API. It's open source. So people can grab it, run it on their own hardware, um, and not even have to pay ChatGPT or OpenAI necessarily for that. Another thing that I think is really interesting is there is a price reduction by three times for GPT-4 Turbo. That's amazing. So um, I already have, you know, GPT-4 Turbo embed, like integrated with some of my software. Um, if you if you know, I have Self-Pause, which is the number one AI life coach and allows you to kind of essentially use AI and chat. Uh, we've developed it with a certified life coach, um, the, you know, some extensive prompts and, and programs so people can go chat with it and get advice on their life and different things. 
Um, and every time someone chats with that, you know, we pay some sort of fee. And essentially now the fee that we'll be paying for those chats is three times cheaper, which is really, really impressive. Um, another thing they talked about, but they didn't actually specify is apparently there's going to be some new UI to the platform. So this is going to be really interesting to see what that actually looks like. Um, then one of the biggest announcements that I was so excited about because I feel like 100% this is the direction that the industry needs to go in is the GPT store. So essentially you can create and train your own models and place your models um, with a revenue sharing model on their store. This is really um, something that you know I've been talking a lot about. Obviously I'm creating AI box, which is essentially allows you to create AI tools and host them on our marketplace or our store and get revenue from them. Because fundamentally I believe that Everyone deserves to make money from AI tools. Everyone has really cool use cases and uh, you know workflows. Our our obviously our store is more generate or geared towards creating tools, um, and it's more geared towards you know you're going to be using thousands of AI models. Whereas uh, OpenAI obviously just has access to their own models, right? And you know we'll be having Google and Meta and all the other uh, projects. You'll be able to work with all of them together. But I think this is really cool. This is 100% in the right direction. Essentially, what you're able to do on this new GPT store from OpenAI is, you know, like an example that Sam Altman gave is you can upload the documents of, he like he uploaded all the documents of um, all the talks that he's ever given and then turned it into a chat bot and then said, you know, and created a couple prompts that he put in there. So now whenever someone talks to it, it's like, uh, you know, hey, this is Sam Altman. Uh, let me give you some advice on business based off of all these talks. And, and then they can kind of chat with it and, and get that. And you can charge for it. So that's kind of cool. So essentially what I kind of see this as, this GPT store is kind of like personal AI. If you've, I had the the CEO on a while back. Um, so, you know, but like essentially it allows you to talk with a person. It creates like a persona. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me of that. Um, except it's like paywalled. So that's kind of cool. So I absolutely love this. I think this is the direction the industry needs to go in is, you know, helping people to create these no code tools that they can monetize, you know, different aspects of AI. This one's probably more, I'm I'm curious to see who the big users of this are. I could definitely see like celebrities. This would be big, right? If you want to talk to different celebrities, um, you saw Meta recently paid millions of dollars to like essentially create versions of this of Mr. Beast and Kylie Jenner and like other celebrities that you can now go talk to on WhatsApp. Um, and so I think that's kind of where they're going, except it's kind of like a pay to play thing. So it's going to be really interesting to see where that goes. But I, I think this is definitely in the right direction um, to have kind of a, a store where you can pay to chat with different kind of fine-tuned chatbots. So something else that they have mentioned, this one kind of got leaked, so a lot of people know about it, but all of the functions that you would expect from ChatGPT uh, 4, they've unveiled a whole bunch of new exciting things. And the annoying thing was before you had to like pick one at a time to use. Now all of them are going to be in the same window. You don't have to manually select before you start a chat. You're going to have code interpreter. So obviously for coding, you're going to have internet search. So search with Bing, browse with Bing. Um, you're going to have Dolly for image generation, and then you're going to have all of the plugins. And this is all in one window. You don't have to switch between conversations uh, and kind of get locked out, which was the case before. So I think there are some very cool possibilities that they're also integrating for a GPT-4. You can essentially integrate this into your apps thanks to JSON output controls. So um, essentially JSON is a coding language. And when you ask ChatGPT for like, like, hey, give me the answer to this thing, but put it, spit it out in JSON. 
um, that's essentially what you need to be able to integrate this into your into your apps and into your projects as a developer. So it's very cool that they're able to to do that, and it's going to make this like so much better than just a natural language um, like chat bot. They're actually going to be able to spit out code and useful things that can be integrated into your apps. So one other thing that I think is interesting, you they they have essentially eliminated the need for the API for you to store context um, via the API. So pretty much that means that. Like, okay, so an example of this would be self-pause, my AI life coach. Um, how it used to work was like, I would say something to it, like, um, you know, like, hey, I want help because I'm struggling, feeling burnt out at my job. And it would be like, okay, um, you know, what are some of the things specifically that are making you feel this way? And then I'd be like, well, uh, you know, I have these extra projects, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so every time we go back and forth in this conversation, when before you were having to grab the entire conversation and as the conversation got bigger and bigger you're grabbing the entire thing and kept sending the whole thing back and forth so it was got to be a very very big message um and then eventually you, there was just too much so you couldn't send the whole thing and you just had to get like the last like five messages and it would just base its data off of that now you do not need to essentially store that context via the api anymore um it's going to remember in like an api session what they said previously and uh it's just going to go back and forth and essentially i think it'll remember like very very long conversations now um you're going to get that cut off so i think that's very very cool and this is all thanks to threads something new from OpenAI. the last thing i want to bring up here the last feature that i think is absolutely incredible is code interpreter through api this is amazing so essentially um you're able to get all of the all the features and functionalities of code interpreter through their api and of course, Code Interpreter allows you to do some really impressive things. Um, you're able to analyze charts. You're able to upload spreadsheets and get it to look at it. There's a lot of really cool features that Code Interpreter unlocks. Um, data analysis, all sorts of interesting things. That's all available through API now, which is going to be absolutely exciting. So three statistics that I want to give you as we close up this episode on the absolutely insane um, announcements that OpenAI has come out with. The first one is that OpenAI has reached 2 million developers building on their platform. We recently interviewed someone who's, uh, you know, creating uh, plugins for this space. And I will say that the word from developers is not super great. And I'm sure they're going to improve that. Um, apparently, it's just they're moving very fast and it's kind of hard for them to give good support for developers. You see the same kind of thing, I will say, to be honest, with like Meta's developer program for their VR, um, their VR headset. Uh, apps very hard to get a hold of anyone over there so it's not surprising uh, the other thing that's really interesting is 92 percent of fortune 500 companies are using OpenAI and ChatGPT. that makes perfect sense to me and the final like statistic that just blew me away we know that in the first three months of ChatGPT launching they reached 100 million monthly active users well as of now they have reached 100 million weekly active users that is absolutely phenomenal um, and I think that they're really, really uh, just on the precipice of exploding. OpenAI, ChatGPT, a phenomenal company doing some absolutely incredible things. So this has been a ton of fun to kind of follow up with them and see everything that they're working on. Let me know if you have any questions specifically about what they're working on. You can find me on LinkedIn and uh, X. Anyways, hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.
Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below. Thank you.